Welcome back. Welcome back to Can I Pod With Madness. Thank you for joining us. Can I Pod With Madness, which some people are saying is the hottest new podcast, the hottest new podcast of 2023. Uh, A lot of people have said that. They've said that it's innovative, it's insightful, it's um, groundbreaking, it's thought-provoking, and it's just it's brilliant. So that's not my words, the words of... Top Game magazine. <laughs> Generic people on the internet that we've just made up. Uh, yeah. Uh, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Please uh, follow us on Facebook. No, not Facebook. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. We're not going to do a Facebook. Nah, no point. No okay. Point. Welcome back. Um, please. Thank you. <laughs> no. Okay. Welcome back. Please follow us on Instagram at Pod with Madness and at Twitter and on YouTube. On YouTube, you can um, watch all our podcasts. Luckily, you don't have to watch us. But Kiss we've Man. got playlists uh, for each episode of uh, all the music the we're songs talking that we about, talk about and just random nonsense. Okay, so if you are interested in any of the um sort of musical numbers <laughs> that we're talking about in each uh, episode do go on to our youtube channel and check out our playlist where you'll be able where you will be able to find um all the songs that we're talking about um most the ones that can be bothered to well, the, okay yeah well the ones that are on youtube as well so um enjoy let us know which is your favourite. Comment, like, share, subscribe. Like subscribe. Hit that notification button so that you are notified any time that we post a new video and etc. So, do you know... The life of an influencer is hard. So, do you know, want to know what we're talking about today? Mm. Could we t- be talking about Kerrang? <laughs> no, wait. Wait, what are we talking about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Okay, yeah. We're talking about Kerrang. Okay, Number cool. 154. Oh, month. And this is actually the earliest magazine we've got okay. in our collection. Okay. It's from September the 3rd to Ooh. the 16th, 1987. Okay. So people were going back to school. It was the end of the summer holidays. You were gutted yeah. back to school. But exciting because it's sort of almost conquer time. So, you know. Back to school, boo, but conquers, yay. And we're lurching towards the 90s. And we're not quite there yet. Bit, bit, bit off at that age. Six months is like your six weeks summer holidays at that age. I don't know what to, age. I'm referring to myself. If you're in school, six weeks is ages. If you're a grown-ass adult, six weeks is nothing. Have, um, you, have you got an idea what you were up to in 87? Uh, well, I was um, around the age of um, uh, late primary school. Okay. So, I don't know, making 
stuff out of boxes and shit. <laughs> box building was a um, favourite lesson of mine, box building. That was the best. Normally happened when it was like raining outside, but box building, yeah. What was the... Box building. Do you just... ever do box building? No. You had... Um, it had a load of boxes, like cereal boxes. The teachers yeah. would obviously bring in and stuff. Yeah. And um, like uh, kitchen towel tubes and toilet paper tubes and that type of thing. Um, and you just built stuff, box building. You just built stuff, like whatever you want. Your creativity is your only limit. You can build houses. You could build a car. It was... It's glue in a box, honestly. I can't, you never did box building. What? I'll try and find some box building videos on YouTube and put them on the playlist. I wonder if that can't be just our primary school. I'm, no, I'm sure it was. I'm sure. Give them a bunch of boxes and some glue. That'll shut them up for hours. <laughs> and it did. It was great fun. So on the cover. <laughs> yeah. Back to what we're talking about. Yet another fucking wasp. Cover. Wasp were. Um, a large percentage of these magazines. They were pretty hot in the late 80s. Yeah. Um, and I've gone back and listened to Wasp, and they're like loads better than I remember. I just remember them being sort of noisy and scary. And No, Wasp are more fun. They're... Well, yeah, I know that now, oh. but at the time, I, there was a story about a guy that I went to school with, and I wouldn't say it was a swap, but he was one of the clever kids. You know, he was like having Meccano and stuff. <laughs> And then I didn't see him for a while, like six months. And then it's like he went into a cocoon and came out as a fucking metalhead. And he was tall, but he seemed to have just grown in size massively. And he had like loads of really, really long hair, all in denims. And there was a story about him walking around the estate with a ghetto blaster, blasting out wasp, fuck like a beast. <laughs> Just to piss people off. Just to piss off the squares. I like that. Wasp, obviously, uh, spell their name with full stops in between the letters. Do Does wasp stand for anything, or is it just wasp, but, but that's like a umlaut type of sitch? As far as I'm aware. Yeah. People said white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. And, like, that's a thing in America okay. if you're a wasp. Oh, of course. I've heard of wasps. In but they, they would say, oh. we are sexual perverts. So I think they're the two, right. they're the two meanings of Got it. Wasp. Quite different meanings there. Yeah. Right. I think it's more likely that they're sexual perverts. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, a, it's a good cover in the court, spelled with a K, of King Blackie. He's on a throne. He's got, like, a sword in hand. He's got, like, a skull gauntlet. I mean, I think this is the best wasp cover we've yeah, seen so far, so. isn't it? So, <laughs> so mayhem. That's the new section. We've got uh, Los Angeles band Vixen. Vixen, yeah. Foxy ladies. Yep. That's what they're known as. I'm sure they had good songs as well. Well, no, the the title of the news thing is Foxy. I'm, oh, not, okay. I'm not being. You know, casually sexist here. I'm just reading. Yeah, out the, yeah, whatever. <laughs> reading out the news. I'm just reading out the news. The news from Kerrang. News. Um, they've got the following tracks on the album. If you haven't spelled it with a K, it's a disappointment. Love made me. 
give it away, brackets, a fast rocker, <laughs> crying, brackets, a ballad. I would imagine that any yeah, song yeah. called Crying yeah. is a ballad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, waiting and Desperate, mm-hmm. but we don't know what, the what that is. Uh, according to drummer Roxy Petrucci, this record, quote, will definitely be a rocker. This record will definitely be a rocker. It's definitely going to be a rocker. Okay, good to know. Oh, oh, first of all, Fleetwood Mac guitarist Lindsay Buckingham has left the band. Oh, wow, okay. I think that happened on a regular basis because I think Lindsay Buckingham was just in and out of that band like crazy. But I noticed this other little piece. Well, it's good to see that Top of the Pops does sometimes react to pressure. Following our piece in the last issue, haranguing the hoary old programme for ignoring hard rock charts, the very next week, both Def Leppard and Motley Crue appeared on the show. Just keep up the good work, okay? Now, do, do you, you think, think <laughs> the Top of the Pop producers, first of all, um, plan their, their shows that month? That is like they don't bother planning in advance. No, no, no. We'll just do it. What, what should we do this week? Let's plan it quickly because it's happening on Friday. Um, but before we do, let's recarang in case there's anything pertinent to our schedule here. Hang on a minute. Kerrang. A chastising us here for our lack of metal. We we really need to rectify that. Quick book, book Def Leppard and Motley Crue, stat. Def Leppard, who were in the pop charts, weren't yeah. they? I think it's more likely that they had hits. Yeah, had I think it's hits funny. that week. Let them have their win. Yeah. You did it. Well done. Ooh, well done, Frank. I don't think um, Motley Crue were ever in the studio, were they? Have you ever seen footage of... There's not a chance that ever happened. I think they were were too fucked up to come to Europe, weren't they? No, I'm going to have a quick... um, I know know Def Leppard were because I remember seeing Def Leppard. Well, yeah, they will be. Motley Crue, top of the pops. I was going to put T.O.T.P. That's a bit modern, isn't it? (laughs) I think Google will understand. Wait, what? What? What year are we talking? Nineteen eighty-seven. Eighty-seven, yeah. So is that girls, girls, girls era? Um, Gary Davis presents the pop chart program first broadcast sixth of August eighty-seven. Sixth of August, we're talking about September. Hang on, this is early September. Minute. Okay, so they record it after they've. Well, this this would have gone to press. By end of August, I guess. Okay, so you've got New Order. Yeah. Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. James Ingram. Yeah. Sunita. Toy Boy. Samantha Fox. Wet, wet, wet. Motley Crue. Def Leppard. Spagner. Los Lobos. Stockhaken and Waterman. What? Shouldn't that be someone who sings Stockhaken? Oh, no, no. They had a hit with um, Roadblock. It was It was just... Listed as Stock Aiken and Waterman. So I can tell you the songs they sang. So New Order sang True Faith. True Faith, I knew. Oh, uh, well, it. yeah. Oh, Linda Von Sand and James Ingram somewhere out there. <laughs> the mouse-based. Stop based. it, stop it, stop it. Sad New York no. mouse-based. We're not, well, we're not watching that and we're not putting that on a playlist because no one wants to cry. Uh, Sunita, Toy Boy. Toy Boy. Samantha Fox, I Surrender. To the Spirit of the Night. Oh, I don't know that song. Um, wet, wet, wet. Um, angel eyes. Nah, sweet uh, little mystery. Sweet little mystery. All right, early, early wet. 
uh, the crew. Girls, girls, girls. Yeah. Nice. Def Leppard. Uh, pour some sugar on me. Animal. Animal. Can you get Swat or Slow Boss sang? <laughs> uh, La Bamba. Wrong. No, uh, in that case, I'm it was. I'm joking. Oh, it right, was okay. Bamba. They had another hit. Liar. I just can't think what it was. Uh, so, okay, then. Spania, call me. Yeah. Yeah. I, wasn't, I was just going to miss that one because it's boring. So, Limmy, Limmy did that. You know, do you remember? She had massive hair. And he said she's got three looks. Yeah. She does the surprise look, she had the smile look and some other look. So stock aching and waterman. Roadblock. Yeah. Yeah. Clever. All I right. mean, if only there was some kind of monetary value to knowing useless shit. Um there's not. Because it was last on on the thirteenth of April two thousand nineteen at ten fifty on BBC four. That all that shit will be on top of the on all that shit will be on the YouTube, and we will stick that. Apart Everyone wants to see Spania. We're not going to put somewhere out there. Well, you don't have to watch it, but it, like historically, no, people need to see James to... Ingram and Linda. No, Linda they, no one wants to see that. It's too sad. And if you if you don't know what we're talking about, watch American Tale and then tell me you didn't cry because you're a liar. You're a liar. I think liar. in '87, Linda Ronstadt was dating George Lucas. Hot. Just a little bit, a little bit of. Uh, when was Star Wars made, released? What happened in 87? 87 was the 10th anniversary. They released the role playing game from West End Games. I mean, this is niche as fuck. And also, Star Tours oh, nice. was uh, premiered in uh, 87 in America. We've been on Star Tours. Oh, we've been on Star Wars. We've the been French, on Star the French in, um, yeah, Star in Euro Disney, and much like Opal Fruits, I will not be calling it Disneyland Paris. I will never call it Disneyland Paris. It's Euro Disney, but um, we've been to Euro Disney quite a few times, and because um, it's good, and yeah, you should go on Star Tours if you've got it, um, and you'll see a robot going sweat. I don't know what he's actually saying in French. Um, I think one of the best things about your Disney is every, everything in French. <laughs> like Buzz Lightyear talking Buzz Lightyear in, French in French and all Star Tours in French. Like it, It's so much better than it was in stupid old English. Like It's so much better. Brilliant. I don't know whether they got the new Star Tours. So what? Uh, over the page, mm-hmm. bring it back to this magazine, there's an advert for the Grateful Dead. Their first studio album in seven years. It's called In the Dark, and you can get it on compact disc. No and way, in 87. It features the single... 87 are we, sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it features the single Touch of Grey. Do you know that song? No. Right, the, it's got a famous video, right, where the Touch band are played by skeletons. Okay. And I think the, the, the gag is that they're all old, right? Oh, God, how and, old are they? And I looked it up. Jerry Garcia was 45. Oh, okay, right. Good. Super. Yeah. I don't know if the Grateful old. Dead... Old. Grateful Dead. Like, I don't think we quite understand their appeal, do we? Because, no. like, I listened to this song and, oh, God, there's nothing to it. But I guess if you're, like, in America and you drive around in a van in the 60s, then this is a seminal band. But I don't you think hear Grateful quite... Dead 
spoken about in um, Goldberg's. They go and watch yeah, yeah. the Grateful Dead um, touring, and it's obviously it's a thing in America, but yeah. it's just it's a certain I've, type of person. I wouldn't know a Grateful Dead song if I fell over. Yeah. A certain type of person just falls into that type, don't they? And they automatically like the Grateful Dead and follow them around and wear tie dye. Yeah, like hip, that, that hip-ish. one hit Matt. His name's Matt. I have to cut this shit out because this is tedious to listen to, I imagine. But he says Matt, not Hank. I want to say Hank. <laughs> they always say his first name and his second name. Matt Bradley. Matt Bradley. In the Goldbergs. In the Goldbergs. Matt Bradley. Matt Bradley. Who is it? Matt. Bra- Matt Bradley. I think it's Matt Bradley. Yeah. That's what saying it more. We'll, we'll fact it. check. Obviously, we fact check all of our mm-hmm. podcasts. I mean, do they sound like psychedelic hippie-ish? Do they sound like that? Well, they're. <sighs> British psychedelia and American psychedelia are really different. So American stuff's a bit more sort of acid rock. But I think the thing with them is they just jammed. They just get on stage and jam and play these really long versions of their song. There's a really well-known song called Dark Star. Like, yeah, I'm considering I'm quite into psychedelic music. I've never really listened to them because it sounds, it just sounds a bit sort of country rock. It's it's not like kind of Jimi Hendrix where it sort of blows your mind. Like that. Yeah, it's just a bit more. Well, they they did a they did an album called Working Men's Dead. I mean, I'm not going to start pontificating about the Grateful Dead because I just don't know anything. So me neither. But they're advertising Kerrang, and their album was top ten in USA. Onto in, this in USA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good video. Uh, so on the facing page, there's a feature about the cult. Okay. We've seen the cult, haven't we? We have seen the cult. We've also talked about seeing the cult, and you couldn't remember then either. I've, oh, have I got that face on of, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. This, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. This is have the, we? This is the cult in oh, their face. Oh, God, what's wrong with my brain? <laughs> I think they were sort of transitioning from sort of goth post-punk into full-blown balls-out rock at this stage. They've still got sort of spiky hair. Well, Billy Duffy has anyway. But uh, they're on tour with Billy Idol. Yeah. I was going to say Billie Eilish then. Probably not right. Uh, we got on really well with him and his band, says guitarist Billy Duffy. But the last night of the tour was in Allentown, Pennsylvania. A bit of an anticlimax, to say the least. Oh, so rude, we livened things up by dressing Haggis, new cult bassist, as Steve Stevens, using white gaffer tape to make an imitation white leather suit and the ends of cans of 7-Up and pointed shoes. We spiked his hair and shoved him on stage during Idle set. It was brilliant, and Billy loved it too. And I bet Steve Stevens didn't like it. You know, they basically... That sounds like bullying. <laughs> it sounds like not as funny for most of the... Unless you, you're the people actually doing it, it feels like that won't have been as funny as to everyone else. Well, I... I bet it was hilarious to do. I'm sure they had a lovely time on I, tour. I'm sure they did. I bet Billy Idol's allowed to hang out with him. But he is, yeah. Uh, over the page, okay. we've got a advert debut single from Bad News. Nice. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, 12-inch includes bonus track Pretty Woman. 40,000 pints of lager later, the experiment still continues. <laughs> so what are your, what's your memories of Bad News? Um, well, I like bad news. Obviously, in this household, we're big fans of Bottom, The Young Ones, 
um, anything sort of to do with mail. Um, and so, yeah, I like bad news. Um, I, w once, um, obviously you know this, but my brother, I'd bought a new phone and it was um, like a Nokia, um, obviously. And um, he was looking at it and then lobbed it back to me. Um, missed me completely. I'm not even sure he's really aiming for me. Um, and threw it like at the wall and it broke. And so obviously back in the day, that was, you know, a big pain in the ass. It'd probably be sorted out quicker nowadays. But so he um, sent me Bad News' album through the post um, as an apology. And I always think of that. <laughs> so I think of that album, obviously when you talk about Bad News, but also being slightly irritated that my brother broke my mobile at the time. <laughs> yeah, he just chucked it for no reason at all, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, um, we've got cats, cats everywhere today. My memories of... Uh bad news um and i didn't actually no i do think i saw this at the time they went on wogan to perform bohemian okay. rhapsody yeah. right all in character and they you know they mined to half of the song and then the tape got stuck you know <laughs> hilariously but fucking wogan i mean obviously i like wogan you know i'm from the 80s so i've got affection for wogan but he was really shit because he he like did the thing that you're not supposed to do in character comedy and he went Oh, you're not really a rock band, are you? You're Adrian Edmondson. You're Rick right, Mayer. And okay. then he was like, oh, you're just messing around. You're the young ones. And he said Peter Richardson was the new boy and obviously didn't know anything about the comic strip. It was really sort of disappointing. Right. You know, and you can tell they're a bit disappointed because they're just doing the whole thing. Yeah. In, in, it's really good up until that point. And then, oh, fuck off, Wogan. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I'd say I'd watch that, but I don't really want to get annoyed, so... Um, yeah, well, I'll maybe it wouldn't watch. annoy you, but it annoyed me. Might annoy me. Uh, so. On the facing page, yep. there's a lovely picture of a demon okay. reading Kerrang, uh, a monster read every week, and it's announcing that Kerrang is going weekly, because I guess at this stage it's bi-weekly. Weekly? But... I mean, I like Kerrang. And I like this type of music, but as if there's enough content to go weekly. I mean, it's a stretch, isn't it? Have you heard of what Wasp have done this week? Did you know Def Leppard? Have you heard of Motley Crue? Well, I think the fact that we've got so many of these fucking magazines is proof. <clears throat> proof that there's enough to write about. Yeah, okay. And get, get Metal Hammer as well. Yeah, true. Um, I was very excited to see this ad because it's drawn by the British comic artist Simon Bisley, okay. who several years after this became a huge... I recognise that name. You, he you became like a huge star. He, he did um, a painted comic called uh, Judgment on Gotham, which is Batman meets Judge Dredd. Right. But he's most well-known for... Um, he did some stuff for metal magazines as well, like later on, some strips. They did some Judge Dredd strips, okay. I think Raw or something like that. But he did a, a book called Slain the Horned God, which is this sort of Celtic, like Celtic Conan, really, or Conan. Okay. Um, Conan. Yeah, but the, Conan. Conan. Yeah, I, I'll cut that. <laughs> it's a sort of Celtic version of Conan, and it's this sort of slightly sort of feminist reworking of sort of mythic themes it's really okay. really really good but i mean he does like drawing 
you know, women women of the, you know, dark ages with like massive Pamela Anderson style fake tits, basically. Right, okay. But Well, uh, out in the Middle Ages they were fake. Um Pub's real. Oh, stop picking the cat up. Oh, and do you know what else about Simon Bisley, right? Yeah. He was once on Gladiators. Okay. Now, did you watch Gladiators? Of course I did. Of course you did, because it was in the 90s and everyone did. But his sister was um, one of the gladiators, and they said Which, to her... was it? Gladiator? Oh, no, it wasn't... She wasn't, like, Jet or anything, oh, but, right. you know, it was, like, normal people <laughs> oh, went on there. she was a normal there. person. And they said to her, and your brother's here tonight, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. And he's an artist, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. He's called Simon. They cut to him in the crowd, and he's there looking all metal. You know, with his dark glasses on, but he'd made like a big sort of Warhammer style banner for, <laughs> and then we saw that. This is this is when I lived in Wrexham, I was at college, and we saw that. And then we looked at Slaying the Horn God, and he'd clearly drawn her into it because she really she had a really like specific look, and you could see some of the some of the art in there was clearly he used her as a model. But uh, yeah, Simon Bisley, nice, look him up. Uh, so there's an advert for Tesla, modern day cowboy. Do you know the band Tesla? <laughs> no, I thought you meant Tesla the car. No. Um, they because that's quite ahead of its time. They're like playing. I live... bet Tesla the band can't use Tesla anymore. It's right. Tesla's a thing, isn't it? Tesla's a word that is. It's a. Is it something? Well, they they got their name from the there's there's like a Russian inventor called Nikola Tesla. Okay. And he was a bit of a sort of mad genius. He was like trying to create a perpetual motion machine and, and stuff. Okay. So I think that's where the name of the car comes from. It's okay. like calling something Einstein or, you know. Oh, right. Okay. But they were well known. I think they're most well known for rec recording an acoustic album like way before MTV Unplugged. Right. So it was like one of the, one of the sort of earliest. They're... Um logo looks a bit like um and it's something from the 60s in you know in um rocky horror where oh yeah yeah, yeah like rko then, yeah, the yeah, rko yeah, yeah, logo yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Doesn't it? yeah. i think because the electricity thing like tesla was kind of trying to create like unlimited energy sources and things is that why tesla going banging on about electric I, cars I, I probably yeah yeah I first heard about Tesla in the comic The Light and Darkness War, so I didn't really realise he was a real person. He's in this right. fantasy comic. Again, very niche. So over the page, gory days, we've got an uh, article about Wasp, yet okay. another. But what's notable about this? Is... I mean, would you like to describe this? Um, well, let me move closer. So, <laughs> oh... Right, okay. Yeah, that. that's okay. not what you think it is. So the person who gifted this to us has obviously um they've drawn a grid over the Oh it's a right, no okay. No, no, no okay. that's not a grid. What no, is it? Yeah, he's drawn a grid over oh, that. Oh, I so thought he was stood in No, so he can draw it. And he's actually done a pretty good job. Yeah. Some wasp fan art, ladies and gentlemen. Um like the you know, the grids obviously help with proportions. Uh, he's the picture is of a, obviously with someone with a scarf around the waist or something. It's a sash. Um, so the way that that's hanging with the with the man's legs sort of spread out, 
in the in the photo innocent because it's a translucent scarf and you can see it's a scarf in the drawing it looks um highly it, it looks highly x-rated um so yeah i mean other than that it's all right it's, it's, yeah, it's, good. it's good isn't it i mean if you're reading along with us your copy will not have this this is unique yeah that, that is pretty unique so that's pretty good though i think Apart um from the massive dick <laughs> i mean it Just even looks like it does it's you yeah, could read that does. as a sort of veiny it's, shaft and like a I mean, head. But how do you make translucent when you've done a black and grey and white? You'd have to use tracing paper for that bit. Yeah, because it's just not going to work. The legs are good. The shine on the legs. I is mean, good. this is this is going on our Instagram. I actually delete our entire Instagram just to have this <laughs> on it. I think we haven't asked permission though. I'm not allowed to use it. I think the the main thrust of this article is thrust. Uh, good word. The <laughs> the PMRC. All I can see is that I feel like you should cover it up. I can't concentrate. Oh, <laughs> well, you turn it around. Turn it around, but it's worse. It's even worse. <laughs> uh, so most of this article is about the P uh, PMRC and Tipper Gore. Are you aware of? I'm aware of Tipper Gore, um, but not. PMRC. So the PMRC was something called the Parents Music Resource Centre, okay. which is sort of a bullshit term, but basically they were trying to ban Ozzy Osbourne, Iron Maiden, Metallica. P pictures Wasp like what we've just seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, men with scarves. Um, so Tipper Gore uh, wrote a book called Raising PG Kids is an, in an X-rated society. And oh, how dull. <laughs> Mick Wall, who's writing this article, says PG, in case you didn't know, stands for parental guidance. I think most people know that, right? I mean, given that it said it on every VHS that you ever bought with PG on it, yeah, I think people probably knew. So, quote... Hey, what losers were buying PG VHSs? <laughs> you loser. Sorry. No one who reads Kerrang. No, sorry. I, I corrected myself. Um... So Blackie Lawless on Tipper Gore's book. She devoted the whole third chapter to me and the band, cackles Blackie, then stops mid-laugh and hisses, the asshole. <laughs> I tell you, I could not believe that piece of shit when I read it. She accuses us of being perverse and more or less advises parents if they don't want the minds of their teenage sons and daughters totally fucked up and ruined, then they shouldn't let them within 100 miles of one of our gigs. And the book contains photographs of us and a reproduction of the animal fuck like a beast single. I mean, to I be wonder, fair. I wonder, though, whether <laughs> Tipper is actually um, a sort of metal propaganda tool because surely all the existence of all that kind of stuff does is make kids want to listen to it and want to engage with it more. Surely. Yeah, yeah. The minute you like, stick parental advisory stickers, and on. if you've got a bunch of loser parents going, don't listen to this. Well, of course you're going to want to listen. To it's like it works against them. So it makes me put my conspiracy hat on and think, was it ever real? Hmm. Well, he's saying she. No, I've never met typical of you. <laughs> you think she's not real? I'm just saying I've never met her. You Have see, you? You see typical. And it's actually Blackie Lawless in a way. 
He claims she's published some of his lyrics in her book and she changed some of the original lyrics to make them seem worse. She probably didn't need to bother doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fuck like a beast. How are you going to make that worse? uh, Fuck aggressively like a beast. Okay, so he's going on about that. Yeah. The other thing, um, the first single from the album uh, is called Scream Until You Like It. Okay. Right. I mean, I can, you know, you can kind of see why people might get a bit ish about the titles, but I don't know. But going back to what was written previously, yeah. they did it on top of the pops. Scream, you lot. Scream until you like until it. You like Scream it. until you like it. Never going to stop. Scream until you like it. Get ready to rock. <laughs> you see, Wasp, it turns out Wasp Race. <laughs> but this song was specifically written the new movie Ghoulies 2. Have you ever seen Ghoulies 2? I've seen Ghoulies. I but I've not seen Ghoulies 2. I might have seen Ghoulies. What what am I thinking of? Is Ghoulies the one with the high school kids? Um What am I thinking of? Am I I really Ghoul- don't remember anything about it other with, than um, Ghoulies. Kim Cattrall in it. Doesn't say. Ghoulies, oh god, what am I gonna what picture am I gonna get up? No, okay, Ghoulies is the monster thing in the yeah. toilet. Yeah. So what am I thinking of? Um with Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Like but like a gross oh, out um sex obsessed teen movie thing. Something about pigs. Porkies. Porkies. I'm thinking about porkies. You're thinking about porkies. Get your mind out of the gutter. Carry on as you were. You have a ghoulies, porkies. Have you ever seen porkies? Good. Yeah. What's it with our parents? Oh, my goodness. I, I, now, I mean, we watched some shit without my mum, but I wouldn't watch that. That makes that sound bad. But, you know, I wouldn't watch that. Embarrassing. So, this is Blackie. What did your mum think of Porky's? I think it was back in the day when there was only about seven videos that you could so rent. You, so, you watch the other six? See how long it took my brain to work out what <laughs> seven minus one was there. You can so, get Ghoulies Fish here for £225. It's a bit like the um, Gremlin I've got. Is it? Yeah. Well, do you know what? In my mind, Ghoulies are like Boglins. Um, a bit, yeah. You've got a boggling. I've got a boggling. Of course I have. Born in the 80s. Um, that is quite... I mean, it was a sort of low, yeah. low I mean, rent. I mean, it's low, it's low budget. Gremlin, wasn't it? it um, was... Yeah, have you ever... It, listeners, have you ever... Um, yeah, 250 quid for this ghoulie. I mean, you know, spent similar on the Gremlin, so it's like... I'm surprised we've not seen a fucking ghoulies reunion yeah. at, for the love of horror. But, um, yeah, boggling's. You ever watched Boglin? No, watched Boglins. They were just a puppet. But um, uh, Boglins is a thing. Let's talk about Boglins. Well, I imagine a lot of our listeners will have fond memories of the Boglins, won't they? Um, I you think... describe a Boglin. Well, let's see what um the internet says because I remember um oh it's brought up the um worm from Labyrinth for no reason. Um, <laughs> cute. Um. Yeah, so obviously Boglins were a an eighties, possibly even into early nineties. I'm not sure. 
um, toy, much like Buzz Lightyear, but they were like a rubber monster thing. But most of them were like a bigger one that when you got the toy, you got it in a came in a cage because you had to keep it safe. But I got the um, little boglin that was too good and didn't need to be kept in a cage. And I always remember I went to a toy shop with my um, granny and she bought me that. I've never forgotten it. It's brilliant. I'm so got it. And it's very well taken care of. Um, but they were great. You can move their mouths. And on the big ones, uh, not on mine, you can move their eyes. Oh, right. Um, like Action Man. Yeah. Um, they were, yeah, brilliant. Well, you'll just, you'll be glad to know. You'll be glad to know I've just found a Boglins commercial and I've added it to the playlist. Nice. We should um, watch that after this. So Blackie says, yeah. I'd seen the first Ghoulies movie and I haven't been very impressed. So when Empire Pictures asked me if Wasp would be interested in writing a track for the follow-up, I was, wasn't exactly leaping out of my seat. <laughs> But then he chuckles, the producer told me exactly how much money the first picture made, and I had a sudden change of heart. I'll bet. So he talks about the video. Uh, Blackie on his throne, surrounded by little blue-green ghoulies, all of them licking their lips and grinning from ear to ear. Those little guys in the video are totally amazing, he laughs. There's one little green guy in particular. It takes like five guys to operate. This little green guy can do anything you can do, maybe better. He's saying, unlike a movie like, say, Gremlins, which is obvious comparison uh where the little guys are soft and furry and lovable i guess what? He, didn't, he didn't see the second half did he um well gremlins aren't soft i mean gizmo is get your terminology right unlike gremlins these characters go out and eat people's fucking legs what I gotta, unlike gremlins i guess he only saw the first he, 15 yeah. minutes of gremlins okay i think there's, there's quite a lot of murder that happens in gremlins but I think Blackie Lawless are very happy to be uh, part of the Ghoulies universe. Good. Um, I I watched one. I think the original Ghoulies I watched at someone's birthday party. That sounds about right. Hasn't it got Fred Savage in? Or I imagine that is that some I mean, is that, that that rings little a bell. monsters? He's in little monsters. Oh, right. I'm doing that thing where I'm not making any connections to anything. I'm just going. You know that thing that happened in the eighties. And then it's something completely different. Apologies. Apologies to Fred Savage. Apologies to um, everyone in the cast the of Porkies. Um, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall, I'm really sorry. Some of your finest work. Uh, records. Yeah. Uh, there's a review of the new Pink Floyd album, Momentarily Momentary Lapse of Reason. Have you ever heard that album? No. It's their 80s album that's got nothing to do with Roger Waters. And Roger Waters... I'm glad famous... you confirmed the decade there. Thank you for that. Oh. Given that all we're talking about is the 80s. Well, I'm making a distinction between their 70s and Oh, it's, what, it's not their future 90s album. Thanks. I think they did have an album out in the 90s. Yes, but we wouldn't know that yet. We're in the 80s. That's, that's true. Don't, don't... I mean... The episode that we released today, which was about 1988, we mostly talk about going to the Leeds Festival in 2002. Oh, okay, okay. So this podcast does not stay on track. No, no, fair, okay. It's all part of life's rich tapestry, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Uh, very famously on this 
Pink Floyd album, Roger Water said it was a forgery because yeah. he couldn't cope with uh, them doing something without him. Okay. And basically, people don't think it's any good. But uh, Kerrang gives it four Ks. Well, pretty good then. Corrosive. I mean, that doesn't sound good, but... I mean, one K is compost. Okay. Two Ks is clueless. Three Ks is competent. Okay. Four K is corrosive. Five Ks is colossal. And that's the biggest you can get. And you can imagine how they're all spelled. Not a clue. Yeah. Um, so over the page, there's a review <laughs> of an album called Suspended Sentence by Satan. So Satan's got an album out. Oh, good for him. But, right, if you were Satan, would you care about a suspended sentence? <laughs> um, like, he's the Lord of Evil. Yeah. He's not going to give a shit about earthly he's not, law enforcement, he's not gonna. He? I don't think he's going to abide by our man-made laws. I, I always think the weakest part of Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden is where he goes, I must inform the law. Like, <laughs> what's the law going to do about Satan? Give him a stern talking to. Oh, now this is exciting to me. There's an advert for alchemy metalware. Okay. Handmade in England by Rider Design or Reader Design. Now, these were heavily advertised in White Dwarf magazine, which I was reading at the time. And it's all like fucking axes and swords and stuff and like an arrowhead and stuff. And they they did like a a belt buckle that was like White Snake's Love Hunter album. Have you ever seen that album cover? Yeah. Woman basically riding a snake. Uh, and they did a, um, you know, the motorhead uh, yeah. symbol with the snaggle teeth. They did one of those. And my dad saw it and I and he asked me to order it for him. So my dad had a motorhead pendant. Aww. And fuck, I wish I knew where that was. I don't know where that is now. It, it, when it came, it was a load smaller than you than it looked yeah, in the ad. Yeah. And my dad is not a Motorhead fan. He, I mean, he liked a bit of blues. You know, he liked. He liked. But he, he didn't like. He didn't like thrashy. No, but country western typey. But, but he liked. He, he just liked the look of it, I guess. And I just think that's one of the weirdest. Have you not asked your mum where it is? I don't know if she know what I was talking about. But he can't find much jewelry no. or stuff like that. So it. I I will get. But I mean, so something like that though could be just lost. Yeah. When, yeah. Yeah, it could I, fall off. I'm not really sure he wore it. I think when he got it, he might have thought, "Oh, that's a bit small." Right. Yeah. But one of the things that's advertised is a werewolf pendant, right? Okay. Now, Alchemy Metalware were part of Reader Design, Rider Design, who okay. also did metal miniatures for role playing games. Right. And I had their monsters collection, so I've got this werewolf, but as a miniature, like it's the same cast, right? So I don't have an earring, but up where up there somewhere with all my fantasy miniatures is this this very thing. But uh, yeah, if you had any alchemy metalware, uh, let us know in the comments. <laughs> up there with all my fantasy miniatures. Fantasy miniatures. I mean, if you don't know the stupid <laughs> nerd by now. I mean, you just—it was just your choice of words. It was just—it was good. Well done. I like fantasy miniatures. But couldn't miniatures? Is miniature what? What are you talking about? Miniature what? Um, 
There's an advert for HM gear. Okay. And you can get PVC tight black jeans, Ooh. plain lycra, zebra PVC lycra. PVC jeans. Um, leather look. Leather look jeans. Tight black PVC leather look jeans. So not really leather. Or you yeah, can get stripy jeans. jeans. Either way, I want them. Well, what, How much are if they? You, you've got to choose one out of the four. Well, let me have a look. I need to see the pictures. The very small black and white. Oh. I mean, one of them is very Zebra. Nikki Six. Zebra and then Stripey. The stripey are very Nikki Six, I feel. Yeah, but I'd want Zebra first. Oh, I've got some Zebra print jeans. I haven't worn them in ages. Get them on. I should wear them to work, shouldn't I? <laughs> Just, like, they can't fire me for doing that. I'd wear Zebra, Stripey. The Lycra are not coming anywhere near me. That's like leggings. And PVC, and then the lycra can just do one. That that'd be like going outside in gym wear. I ain't got the body for that. Um, How much are they? Can we still buy them? Uh, which ones? Uh, zebra. Zebra are twenty eight ninety nine. So that's quite a lot of money back that's, then, isn't it? That's about I mean, ninety quid. I'd be reluctant to spend that now on a pair of trousers. Let's just twelve ninety nine is about the price I want to spend on. The most expensive item, I think. Select a year. All right, okay. We're going to have to go with 1985 well, minutes. So 28.99. Be... 79 79.86. For a pair of trousers, yeah. jeans. I not... don't know. You go on EMP, you probably not pay that much. Mm... For a pair of jeans, £80. No, it's like a good pair of jeans. Yeah, but no. I mean, I don't fucking know. I to know for me, but thanks for the offer. So we've got some singles reviews. We've got a touch of grey by the Grateful Dead. Of course. Um, we've got Learning to Fly by Pink Floyd. I hate songs called Learning to Fly because it's like someone rich who's got nothing better to write about, and they've had flying lessons. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, let's make this into a metaphor for life's journey. It's like, fuck off, we can't all take flying lessons. <laughs> Dave fucking Gilmore, you twat. Um, I actually I'm got, so I'm... getting you flying lessons for your next birthday. Oh, I think Dave Gilmore's all right. He's he's not, you know, he's not Roger Waters. And Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. Do you want to know what they say by bad news? Oh, okay. <laughs> the ultimate horror story: Bo Rap walks among us, spreading terror. With a revenge more terrifying than anything Freddie could devise. Queen will survive though, and indeed Brian May produced this outrage. Out of tune guitar, screeching, grating vocals, our jaws ache as we laugh at the mirth of it all. So I don't think they're very amused, but you know. Um but it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's funny. Uh and there's a review of Scream Until You Like It by Wasp. Okay. What did um, they say? It's a shouting anthem of screaming madness with vague overtones of smoke on the water. Right. Fair enough. There's an article called Slimy When Wet. Okay. Uh, it's a, a special six-page Monsters of Rock report from Castle Donington. Uh, so basically it rained a lot. That's why right. that's where the slimy oh, okay. thing comes from. Yeah. So... Uh, Cinderella are playing. Right. Um, it mentions the the song Gypsy Road. Okay. So that's a classic from uh, our old rock night. Isn't it, it is. 
Um, next up, Wasp. Uncanny, you're going to say it's like uh, Frank Spencer or something like that. Frank Sidebottom, one of the two. I don't think that was like Frank Sidebottom. Good. Cause I don't know what it was. <laughs> Do you know, one of these days, your comments about my singing are going to go to heart and I'm going to stop singing. I'm, not, I'm never, I'm never going to stop singing, so get, uh, it, get it out of your head I right now. I love it when you sing because it means you're happy. Yeah. Um... Fucking wasp again, right? Of course. Um, I want to be somebody. That was another. I want to be somebody. That's... Oh no, that's the police that's academy song. Police academy. <laughs> so the the but wasp. Eighties. The wasp song goes. I wanna be somebody. Be okay. somebody. And they used to play that at our old rock night, didn't they? Uh, well, I can't play it, can I? Because of copyright. But um... yeah, of course you can. Fuck copyright. It's fair use. Use because we're reviewing the hits. I wanna be wanna be somebody. I wanna be somebody. I mean, it's somebody. going on the playlist. Body wasp. Let's get official music video. Get your volume down on the adverts. Yeah, you know this song, right? And get yeah. to the chorus. Oh, takes me right back to being in Rock of Ages. Because yeah. we met in a... Um, we Well, our origin story is, yeah. I think we've, we've spoken about it, I think. Um, I don't think we did. I think we've spoken about, I don't know, something. We talked about Can I Play With Madness. Yeah, which is... Um, but we, we met in a... Dirty, grungy rock night. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. And here we are today. Um, but yeah, so we uh, we met there, and our um, kids would know the story, but we don't have kids, so <laughs> you, you have to listen to it. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say other than it was a it was a uh, a metal rock night called Hard Handle, um, and it was pretty sort of um, grungy and you know unpolished, and um, but good. And then it changed its name to Rock of Ages, and uh, we kept going, and we went for years and years and years, and then it just. It stopped, so we stopped going, obviously, but um, and everyone got older. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a depressing... <laughs> I mean, but to be fair, there's not a chance I could go out on a Saturday night now. Like, we used to go out, and you'd, you'd start to think about sort of getting ready at about nine, right? It's nine that. at night. And then you'd be drinking, you'd start drinking then as well. You'd start drinking and um, be getting ready. And then, you know, we'd sometimes go out at about, about 11, 11 30. Like, I'm fast asleep for the weekend by that time. It's meant, it blows my mind that. So you'd get a taxi at that time, fine, walk up into town, whatever, don't need to rush. And then just be out until like three in the morning, and then come home. And oh my God. 
I'd die now. Like, I am rock and roll all the way through, but I'd die if you tried to make me do that. Now. I mean, we went around to a friend's house the night, and I was, like, almost asleep and drunk by about 11, wasn't it? I had to leave. It was about half time 11. It's like, nope, that's enough for me. You're just living life at a slightly different Dr pace now. Much, much drunk, slower. Drunk and tired. <laughs> I mean, I'd be able to, you know, stay out late and party and drink and stuff if we started at about one in the afternoon. And then I'd be able to, like, party with you until a good, like, six in the evening or something like that. It'd be, um, but, yeah, just don't ask me to stay up late because um, I, like, I like going to bed. I like the bed. I mean, instead of going. Oh out. my God, hella rock and roll! Hey, <laughs> tune in to all our comments about Kerrang, and I'm just going. Do you know what's nice? Bed. Do you know what the bed's nice? Going to bed's nice. Sleeping. Do you know what's rock and roll? Sleeping. Rest. Do you know what... I can't imagine most of the people who are buying you know mental in '87 and now say... staying up till three in the morning that's drinking. That's a good point. Yeah. Come on. Good point. But if there's kids listening to this. What kids are listening to? You know, yeah. Accidentally stumbled upon. Yeah, they've stopped with the with the TikTok dances, and they've uh, thought, "I'll listen to this," and then they've gone, "Hey, shut up, mum! I like staying out late at night and stuff." Oh god! Uh, so Old. do you know who else was playing <laughs> Castle Donington that year? I don't call it download; I call it Castle Donington. Well, it wasn't download. Well, it was wasn't it? then, but it is now. But I won't call yeah. it. Yeah. Same, you're Disney for life. Anthrax. Right. Metallica. Okay, that's pretty Motherfucking good. Motherfucking Dio. That's pretty good. So he's talking about Dio, and he's talking about Last in Line. Apparently the sound system wasn't very good. But I watched Wow. Have you ever seen the video to Last in Line? Uh can't recall it. Well, I'm gonna put that on the playlist, listeners. But Last in Line is great because there's a guy who goes to hell. I think I think he's just hanging about it's a teenage kid just hanging hang around. Hell. And then suddenly he's in a elevator or lift. And uh, and then there's suddenly it just takes him to hell. And in hell, they what? you know what they do in hell? They make you play arcade games. They plug you in and make you play arcade they games. They make you play? Yeah. For what reason? Right. I don't know. It's, it's very sort of vaguely expressed. But what I noticed in this video is the fucking Borg are in it. Right? Okay. Now, I thought... Well, first of all, I thought the Borg were invented by Star Trek in Next Generation. Right? Yeah. And then we saw Captain EO... Right, and I realised it wasn't Star Trek; it was fucking Michael Jackson. Because like the Borg are in that. I'm sorry, Jackson, for that. I'm not even going to carry on, but he'll be turning in his grave at that. But yeah. But Captain EO was eighty six. This is eighty four. Dio invented the Borg. Oh, Captain EO's so good.
George Lucas. So good. Directed by Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> His greatest work. So good. I mean, The Godfather's good, but then there's Captain EO. Again, we're talking about Dis Disney again, aren't we? Welcome to the Disney podcast. Disney cast. Um, <laughs> you, the Euro, we... Euro, only Euro Disney. Oh, yeah, only Euro Disney. We're only talking about the good stuff. Uh, where we only so we only talk about Disney, and occasionally we might talk about Kerrang, but it's got to be related to Disney, otherwise it can get to fuck. Right, I actually thought this was quite a short issue, but we've already nearly done an hour. Yeah, I'm I gonna, need to speed things up. I'm going to quickly read you out a letter um, in communication. Yeah. I came across this cutting in the video review section of that free Woolworths mag tracks. Uh, so, Wanted, Dead or Alive, 18, it's a film. Right. Um, we have Gene Simmons, the very same same Gene Simmons, who used to be in this stupid American comic rock band Kiss. What? Yeah, Gene Simmons was making a lot of films at the time. Right. Uh, so, yeah. There, the fuck. There you go. There's an advert for Poison's Poison. new single, Cry Tough. You got it, Cry Tough! And make your dreams happen. They you look like... gray out. It's too hard on my throat. Yeah. And they look like lovely young ladies in the uh, pictures. They are stunning, <laughs> stunningly beautiful. Dressed to the nines. It does piss me off though when I see men who are way prettier than I'll ever be or ever have been. You can fuck right off. I think there's a lot of airbrushing gone into this, and a I lot of them. Has. They've got um. What do they call it? Contouring. Yeah, but I don't know. But the thing is, I don't think they have. I think that's just their face. No, that's makeup, mate. No. Look I at mean, that. Look at the look at the contrast. They're just good-looking men. They're just good-looking men. You you can't believe that men are that good-looking. They are. They're just good-looking. Um, it's now available as a limited edition poster bag. Nice. <laughs> Get yours today, kids. Um, vids. There's some reviews of videos. Yeah. Um, there's a Marillion video out. Cool. And it's just it's just two songs, Incommunicado and Sugar Mice. You have to go out. You have to fork out money just to get two songs. Two songs. Promotional videos. But you know who else has got some uh, video singles out? Who? Gary Moore. Okay. Do you know what one of them is? Out in the field. Yes. Nice. Your one of your one of mine. One of your bangers, isn't it? Absolute banger. Um, when I win the lottery, I'm going to employ an entire set, an entire movie set, um, to film my video for that. Although it can't star me because I'm a man in it. Mm. Would drag up? No, it'd be better done by a man. I don't I like, oh, don't come at me, feminist. But in, 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 my, in my imagination, me in this video is a man, so yeah, but I just can't... put like a flat cap on and I'm not wearing a flat cap. Come on, well, whatever. I've got like a baseball cap, long, backwards. sort of curly, dark brown hair. I can't, don't just no, I'm a man. I just I need it, need it to be right. So maybe it's maybe it's not me at all. <laughs> um... There's a review of the official Batman Bat Book. Bat Book. By Joel Eisner, which is a sort of a series Bat guide book. to the 60s TV series. 
we have this book when I lived in Wrexham and we used to read this book a lot. Um, you can win a copy. Why, Why did we read it? Yeah. It's fucking ace. Yeah. Um, big fans of that show. Um, you can win a copy. There's three questions. I won't bother you with the first two, but I'm going to read you the... So all or nothing. Yeah. You get this right. You get a copy of the Batman Bat book, right? Okay. Which of the following stars did not appear on the Batman show? Okay. A, Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. B, Joan Collins. Or C, Frank Sinatra. You got a thirty-three percent chance of getting it right. Joan Collins. No, I want to say Frank Sinatra. And what's your final response? Joan Collins. Sorry, that's incorrect. Which is Frank Sinatra. Joan Collins played a villain. I whose name I I do not remember. Snatch would do it. Uh, I knew Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Um, popped out of a window. As they were climbing up a wall, he popped out of a window to say hello, which is how they got a lot of cameos on that show. They'd get right. famous, like Liberace and people. Oh, no, Liberace played a villain. I can just imagine Sinatra doing it, thinking it would be funny. Ah, Sinatra didn't have a sense of humour. Yes, he did. Dean Martin would have yes, done it. Yes, he did. You've seen Marshmallow World. That's shit's funny. Mm. That shit's funny. Yeah, I think he was just... Think, just wind your fucking neck in. Thinking about breaking someone's legs <gasps> as he was doing it. Right. We're going to cut it out, that bit out. <laughs> well, in case the ghost of Sonata comes and gets us. Yes. Look, we're big fans of all his work. Uh, so there's films with a Z. I, I guess from the way you were saying it. Uh, the Magic Toy Shop. Have you ever heard of that film? No. Based on an Angela Carter story. Have you ever seen The Company Walls? No. They're these sort of weird, sort of feminist adult fairy tales. Well, like sort of fairy tales from a female perspective. So it's all sexual. Um, well, I've never seen Magic Toy Shop. It sounds crazy. Sexual. I mean, Company Walls is sexual. Chocolate. What? <laughs> it's fine. I'll cut that a bit. Um, Hellraiser. Have you seen the Hellraiser? The film? Yeah. As in the normal film. Yeah. We're not talking about some weird... Yeah. Um, Hellraiser's pretty sexual. Like weird pervy sex. Well, I can't, it's like I, box, isn't it? I can't take Hellraiser seriously now because I've just re- listened to Garth Marenghi's... You missed my funny joke about box. Shall we roll back? Shall we do it again? <laughs> yeah. You say Hellraiser's pretty sexual and I say well, it's all about a box, isn't it? What? And you didn't get it. Well, Hellways is pretty sexual, isn't it? <laughs> it's all about box, isn't it? Then oh! we didn't know it. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what my response to that was supposed to be. It is all about a box. Raucous laugh at my hilarious joke about a box. I'd already heard it like four times. God. <laughs> I don't know why I bother making these hilarious jokes if you're not going to appreciate them. Right, the final film is Jaws 4, The Revenge. Right, good. We like Jaws 4. That's the like one with the um, Michael Caine. Yes, it is. It's good, that one, because that's when Jaws deliberately chases them to the Caribbean, I believe, <laughs> and he hunts them, hunts them down because they're arseholes and they deserve to be eaten. And there's some good Jamaican accents in there. It's, it's, there's not a Jaws you can put in front of me that I'm going to say is bad. Jaws is brilliant. Um, Apart from the... You know, they want to kill the um, animal, which is 
not um not nice but we don't agree with killing we do not sharks. agree with killing sharks or any other animal um but jaws the film is good so should we oh what Stag check. Um, should we finish off with some classifieds? Yeah. All right. Um, boing boing. That damn kinder boy. Without all the We'll find the uh, Pete a, Davidson we're routine. Being, we're doing a Pete Davidson. We're not. We're not even doing the film. We're doing a Pete Davidson doing the film. So it's like. That'll, that'll, go on the, that'll go on the playlist. I think I put that on the playlist for the Motley Grew episode. Oh, okay. But uh, female 23 into White Snake seeks pen friends anywhere in the world. That's not. Come on. Newcastle upon Tyne is. Is there any glam nightlife? Male 23 from London needs to find out. And damn imagine, imagine, right? You have to write a letter to Kerrang to find out if there's a certain type of nightlife in your city. You have to do that to find out. We don't know we're born nowadays, do we? Um, I know we like making fun of these, but this one's quite sweet. Okay. Kevin Knight, I love you. Thanks for the holiday. Always yours. Piglet. Aww. Aww. <laughs> How sweet. Aww. Oh, this, this one's better. London Headbanger, 24. Quiet. I mean, head, quiet headbanger. Own flat. Big 1100cc bike seeks female for friendship or anything. <laughs> Male 18 into Magnum, Halen, Poison, Jovi, Whitesnake, etc. Seek, seek female, seek females in London area. You probably have to pay it by the letter. I mean, this his Lee has printed his full address, but I won't read that out. He I'll might read... still be there. <laughs> no, read American Metal Girls. Long-haired Dutch guy is looking for pen pals, planning on visiting Washington, California, Florida in September. From all states, please write to Hans Kurster. He's got a P.O. box. He's in Rotterdam. Lovable rocker wants sexy girls to write. 16 plus. Okay, good. (sighs) Accountants, solicitors, architects, doctors, dentists, if you are a professional person or trainee or running your own business and into metal, please send SAE for details about a new type of nationwide club. We would, we've had this one before, haven't Have we? Have we? That's weird. Yeah, that, that rings a bell. I mean, my memory is not fantastic. Well, so you, you, know. you, you could read the same magazine to me each week and they'll be like, wow, that's news. <laughs> do you remember when we Woo! Saw, Do you remember seeing the cult? <laughs> Still no. <laughs> Just uh, they were fine. Oh my god. Um and it's the end the end of the Donington um piece, Bon Jovi headlined. Uh I think this writer really likes Bon Jovi. Uh at the end, uh Paul Stanley went on stage with them, as did D Snyder of Twisted Sister and Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden. And That's they pretty cool. They jammed the old Credence Clearwater classic travelling band and Grand Funk Railroads We're an American band. So there you go. I bet that's on. I bet that's online that's somewhere, cool. isn't it? Yeah, it must be. Um, so yeah, there's just a few more ads. Nothing terribly exciting. Uh, Jadis or Jardis are playing some London dates. Do you know where Jardis 
or Jadis get their name from. No. Um, that's the uh, the witch in Lion, Witch and Wardrobe is called Jadis. Really? Yeah. Don't think yeah. it's mentioned in the book. But it's that not is... mentioned in the cartoon that I watch. No. That cartoon is the definitive version of that story, isn't it? Yeah. Would you like to do your... Father Christmas! Father Christmas! It's so sad. I can't... That's another one I can't watch now. I oh, cannot God, yeah. watch Aslan being killed and then, yeah. like, shaved. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I saw that oh, when I was really God. little. I cried horrible. my fucking eyes out of that. It's horrible. Yeah. Because it's not, like, bad enough that they sort of capture him and sort of try and kill him, but... Oh, horrible. Is it even clear that they kill him in that cartoon? Because it is for kids, isn't but it? But they sort of time down, don't they? And then she come, one, they all come along with kids and then find him and then cry over yeah. him. And then I think their tears do... Oh, no. <laughs> this is not, setting me off now. But, yeah, the shape, the sh like, why it's shaving? Sh it's horrible. Like, yeah. Oh, that's horrible. There's so, like, so many things that I'd like to watch. Uh, for nostalgic reasons, but I just can't. Like American Tale would love to, can't. Uh, Land for Time would love to, can't. Yeah. Lion Witch Wardrobe would love to, can't. Bambi. Lion King, no, Bambi, Dumbo. Dumbo. And literally at this stage, anything about anything will set me off. I'm that age where no, can't. Because it won't. It won't just be upset for like, oh, that's upset. And then the rest of the film happens. I'll be upset for days about Aslan. I'm going to think, be thinking about it now. I've yeah. forgotten about it. Oh, damn it. We need, oh. to, we need to watch something funny to we take our minds off. Funny. I mean, on, on that depressing, on that depressing upsetting note. So, note. Um, <laughs> just remember, though, kids, that Aslan was just drawn in that. Um, and it was just very, very talented. Um, Artists, very talented artists, um, and that's it. Just, just cling on to that. Try and cling on to that. Um, but uh, remember to like, share, subscribe. <laughs> Hit that notification. It's fine. Spoiler alert! He comes back to life. He's really Jesus. Hit that notification button. Eats Turkish delight. Um, stick the limmy Turkish delight. Oh, good link. Good link. I mean. Literally anything we can talk about, we we can link back to Limmy because we watch it more than we watch like soaps and stuff. But um, we don't watch any soaps. But um, Limmy, who we always go on about, does a very good um Turkish delight song. So uh, you will add that onto the playlist. Yeah, definitely. Give it a listen. Da, 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 da. I don't want to to sue me. Or the makers of fries turkey to more more bothered about Limmy, but uh yeah, so I I related to Edmund in that. <laughs> Although not for the eating turkey slight thing. Okay. Right. See you later. Bye, like, our, subscribe. Our next, our ne uh, next episode us, won't be LinkedIn. quite as LinkedIn, don't what? we're not on LinkedIn, don't do that. Bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> Turkish delight. A lot of people don't like Turkish delight. I mean, fries Turkish delight, the type of the chocolate on it and the purple wrapper. Yeah. <laughs>